the Lord will come. I ran into a man this week at an event, and he was in the middle of something, but he stopped. He looked at me, and he said, Father Matt, I just want to say thank you. And, and I was like, oh, and then I remember what it was for. And he, that the last few years, his son had been struggling with some issues. And as a good father, he's racking his brain, what can I do to help my son who's struggling? And at a certain point, he reached out to me, and I actually like it. Whenever a parent reaches out to me, I'm like, okay, let me calm you down so that you relax around your child. Um, and so and at the end, I said, well, he said, can, can, can I have my son call you? And I said, sure, you know, have him call me. And so he, he's been calling me from a distance the last year, and, and the father's comment to me was, he goes, my son is doing so much better. Thank you. So here's, here's this father who, who can reach out to me and do all the things that the father needs to do, but he can't make his son do what he needs to do, but how, how happy and relieved he is that his son is doing what he needs. In our gospel today, Jesus tells us this parable about the coming of the bridegroom, about the end. And he uses this image of ten virgins, which, which speaks of just kind of a, an innocence and a, and a purity. And it says, he says that five were wise, and they brought oil, and five were foolish and didn't have enough oil. Now, I can put you at ease, we all had the same reaction. We're like, why don't the ones who have oil just give some to the ones who don't? You know, like, wouldn't that be so easy? And even the foolish ones say that. They're like, hey, hey, help, help us out here. But Jesus' point is that there's, there's some things that we can't share. Or rather, there's certain things in life that, that we have to do ourselves. That as much as we care about somebody else, as much as we want what's good for them, they have freedom. And they have to make their own choice. They have to make their own response. Parents feel this in the biggest way, right? That parents would do anything for what's good for their children. And sometimes they do, perhaps we would say, a little too much, and so that the children don't know how to do it for themselves. But, but the reality is what they want, and, and, and the end is what they're hoping for, is we want, we want our kids to figure it out and, and do it for themselves. But, but we kind of can't. I mean, even students, we feel that with our friends, right? That, we see our friends struggling and we, we want good things for them, but we can support them, but they kind of have to, to do it themselves. And so the early church fathers, when they heard this gospel from Jesus, they, they, pointed, they recognized in it that the oil symbolizes two things. One is uh, a relationship with God. And secondly, kind of a, a life of demonstrable good works, that, I, that there's things that my response to God is something that only I can do. And it will be the, the gift, the fruit that I hold ready when the Lord comes again. And so I think what's important most of all, why, why we're given these readings now as we draw near to the end of the liturgical year, is to say that Christ is going to come. Like Christ will come again. I mean, it's, it's guaranteed 
We, we just don't know when. And, and Jesus is inviting all of us to be ready. That, that we know it's coming. Just like finals are going to come. It's a month away. Sorry to bring it up. Um, we know it's coming. The project's going to be due. But we can do something now to be ready. We don't have to be caught off guard like, oh, it's finals week. Oh my gosh, how'd this happen? You know, um, or like Jesus coming back again. Like, oh my gosh, Jesus, he actually did come back. You know, like that we can, we can be ready. And we hear that in our readings. What's beautiful is um, what we hear in our other readings. Wisdom says today that wisdom is found by those who seek her. That when you and I, when we seek the Lord, when we seek his wisdom, his goodness, we're, we're going to encounter it. When, when we're seeking happiness in God, we're going to receive it because God is a God who wants to be found. Maybe he doesn't come at our beck and call, but he does respond in his own perfect timing and good manner. As First Thessalonians 4 says, the Lord will come. and We can be at ease with that. In, in 2016, I went with a group of students to World Youth Day, and on the way, we stopped by the Holy Land, which we spent a week there. You don't just stop by. But you, so we were in Jerusalem and Galilee for a week, and our tour guide was uh, a man, a Catholic man, who was born in the old city of Jerusalem. He said, um, I said, how did you become a tour guide? He goes, I was literally six years old, and I looked out my window, and I saw tourists lost. And so he's like, I came down. He's like, what are you looking for? Uh, this, this way. He goes, and then they gave me money. And he's like, I could get used to this. So he, so he became an, a tour guide, an expert there. And along the way, we had a, a conversation. Something happened, and we had a conversation about people getting along in Jerusalem. And he said to me, uh, he said, Father Matt, I used to pray for the peace of Jerusalem. Because Psalm 122 says, pray for the peace of Jerusalem. He said, but now I pray for Jesus to come back because I think that's going to happen first. And I just, that's kind of weighed on my heart a little bit for a man who is on the front lines there. That I still think God can redeem and heal all things. That people can reconcile, that there can be it can be peace, but, but if, not if, when Jesus comes back again, I sure don't want, I don't want blood on my hands. I don't want hateful thoughts on my heart. I don't want mean-spirited and uncharitable words on my lips. I can't control what people do halfway around the world. I can't control what people in my own family do. But that's not what I'm going to be held accountable for. I'm going to be held accountable for what, how I treat other people. For what I do, for what I say. For what good I engender, or for what evil and badness I stir up. And I will be held accountable for that. And so you and I were invited to respond to the Prince of Peace, who can change our hearts. I want other people to change. I want their hearts to be changed. I want peace. I want a recognition that we're all brothers and sisters. 
but I can't really do that for others. But the best way I can help others is for me to do my part, for me to allow the Prince of Peace into my, to let the oil of his love fuel my life so that I can be ready when he comes to me in my brothers and sisters around me and when he comes one day in glory. I visited a woman this week in Tucson. I was down there fundraising for the Newman Center, and, and this woman, I've, I've been meeting with her for several years, and a year and a half ago, her, her husband had a heart attack, and he's been wheelchair-bound and kind of homebound ever since. And so I make a point to go visit her, and, and so I, I, I asked her, you know, uh, how's it going? And she said, you know, Father Matt, I don't really leave the house much anymore. And the groups and the things that I was involved in, you know, I just, I'm not able to be as present because I feel like I need to be here for my husband. I don't know what he's going to need. And so I sit here, I love him, and I, I pray. And I was like, oh. I said, well, what's, what's that like? And she said, it's the most incredible peace I've ever experienced. That the world is still turning with its craziness and there's problems more than ever. And I used to be so worried and involved in all those things, but now I know that God wants me here and God is here with me and everything's going to be okay. And I felt like for me it was, it was a beautiful little retreat moment on my busy little trip of just a reminder that that at the end of the day, we're called to just be with God. That heaven is being with God. And all the doing and the worry and the you know, bad stuff is just going to fade away. And we're just going to be with God. Like, but, I, but I don't have to wait until then to be with God and to rest in his peace. That every day I can take time to just spend time in prayer and allow God to be with me, to, let him, to choose to open up the door of my heart and to let him come be with to let the bridegroom come to me, his bride, the one he loves, and to let him come with the, the peace that surpasses all understanding, with his love and goodness, and to let that, that love and goodness change my heart, that while I'm still here, that, that his love and goodness would move me to love others, to be a, a vessel of his peace and compassion for others. That I can choose to let the light of the world fuel my heart and life so that I can be there with my light of faith burning brightly when the light of the world comes again.